everybody. Welcome to The Kelly O Show. I'm your host, Kelly Alexa. This show is dedicated to inspiring women of all ages to pursue excellence in mind, body, and business. After decades of playing small in my own life and staying in the comfort zone, a couple of years of massive chaos and drama in my personal and my professional life forever changed me for the better. Through some tough lessons, I evolved and I became a stronger and more confident version of myself, fearless and finally, unapologetically myself. I am now designing my life bigger and better than ever before. And most importantly, I'm designing a life on my terms that is full of joy and happiness. And I think that this is something that's been missing for so many women. They're either staying in the comfort zone like I was Or they've got a life that looks pretty good on the outside, but it's missing real joy and health and happiness. And that is no bueno. I believe that the future is female. And every week, this show is going to bring you incredible interviews and live shows that I hope is going to motivate you to take massive action in your life, to leave the comfort zone and go all in again to pursue achieving excellence in mind, body, and in business. I hope you enjoy the show and let's dive in. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Kelly O Show. This is episode two in a two-part interview I did with Kamen Mohammadi. So please make sure if you haven't yet listened to part one, you go back and do that before diving into part two. Also, just to reiterate what we said in part one, the video version of this will be live on the show notes at thekellyoshow.com as well as on my YouTube channel, which is just under my name, Kelly Alexa. They were in lockdown in various places, but actually, weirdly enough, here you go, two weeks of self-isolation, and I did something I'd been meaning to do for ages, right? So I finally managed to infuse my oil with turmeric root, which I've been meaning to do for a really long time because I know that that will make my oil um, and my balm so anti-inflammatory and even more healing for psoriasis and all of those kinds of eczema and those skin conditions that for about a year I've been meaning to do this. Okay. So I finally did it. I also infused some coconut oil with turmeric because I thought we don't have that much turmeric root. It's really hard to find here. We're never going to find it again. So what's the best way to make sure this goes on for a while? So I went and I did some research. So I've infused coconut oil with turmeric as well. So that is delicious, by the way, for smoothies for cooking with. And also um, I've been using that to make my balm. So I rushed out because I had friends in lockdown who've had accidents and that's just tough because, you know, they're all bruised and battered and in lockdown. So I rushed out to the post office first day of lockdown to send them some of this, my new anti-inflammatory balm, because that's also what you do now. You just go, I just want to care for people. So it's, yeah. this isn't even about, you know, it, these are just gifts. You just want to give what you can to help whoever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I noticed even in our tiny village post office, you know, when there was two people out, there was two people in there very far away from each other. I stayed outside. I then was being served and the other people stayed outside. Yeah. So people are naturally self-regulating. Also in all the shops, they have got tapes on the floor showing where you should stand and what the correct distance is between people. Yeah. At the supermarket, they've got tapes on the floor. Uh, they're almost kind of like police lines where, <laughs> you know, to indicate how far away you should stand away from each other in the queue. 
how far you should stand from the cashier and the conveyor belt. And they've all now have erected these perspex um, walls in front of the cashier so that you can't well, spit at each other. Yeah. No, it's a great idea. <laughs> you know? And and um and only one person can go through at one time. So it's made things slower. Sometimes there's two hour queues outside of supermarkets, especially in the big cities. Everyone's standing very calmly, at least two meters away from each other. And this is what I mean. Um, the Italians are being so civilized, so polite, so kind. Um, I've heard a friend told me in Paris yesterday, because they started their lockdown the other day. They said, oh, it was all very civilized. Everyone's standing far away from each other outside the boulangerie. But once they got in there, everyone was on top of each other fighting. And actually, it hasn't been like this in Italy. Everyone is... Um, Everyone is amazingly polite <laughs> suddenly. But isn't that the, a beautiful thing? I mean, I, it's I an do. amazing thing. You know, for the first time ever, when you're in the supermarket or whatever, and you know, Italians love to chat and they love to stand really close. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and, you know, for those who are a bit more British or a bit more like, oh, <laughs> some space, please. Um, you know, that can be quite challenging. So, because don't Italians as well? They they they're they're regularly kissing as well. Everybody kisses everybody. They touch. They kiss. They hug. They get. They stand very close. They talk very very loudly. You know. And right now, what we're doing is, you know, someone will say to me, uh, "Excuse me," from a meter and a half away. Would you mind moving your trolley so I can go past? And I'll say, "Oh no, please do." And we're all. <laughs> We're all just very, very, very polite to each other. And actually, um, there's also, you know, you do that dance where you're trying to not walk the same way. That's happening yeah. quite a lot because everyone's trying to avoid, you know, being close to anyone. Yes. And it's actually making everybody laugh. And I, I, look, this is anecdotal, but this is the experience that I've had. But this is what everyone is telling me around is um, this sense of kind of unity and this, this, this weird thing that we all took for granted, which is that we can be close to people. And yep. suddenly we can't. And this fact that you cannot touch other humans and you can't have this kind of interaction, it's really brought at home how important that is. And it's made us, because I see this look in the eyes of everybody I encounter, whether it's you know someone across the field over there, whether it's the cashier behind or whether it's, you know, the TV presenter who is famous TV presenter who's presenting his show with no audience, with no hair and makeup, with tears in his eyes. You know, we all have the same look. We all want to survive. We all want to live. We all want to be well. And we all want everyone to be well. Yeah. And one of the greatest things they've managed to do here, and that's what's been really moving too, is the sense of social responsibility. Uh, I've seen, and, and that's in direct contrast to what you were saying about, you know, the teenagers going out or the people going out thinking, well, this isn't going to affect me. What you just said, I wrote it down because it's, I, I agree with everything. And I think that these are, these are some of the good, beautiful things that are coming out of this. Is Amazing. Absolutely. The awareness of everything that we take for granted. Yeah. And, you know, like for me, I, there are, I've, always been aware of, cause I've gone through some really hard years, the past five, six years. And I would always be the person that was able to walk outside and go, this air, I'm so grateful for the 
the air and seeing the buds on the trees. But there are people who have, especially over here in our hustle and bustle, and it sounds like obviously that's everywhere. We yeah. take for granted. We take for granted yeah. that we can go to the store. We take for granted that we can hug all our parents. We take all for granted it. if mom's in the hospital, we can go see her. And so all of these things we won't take for granted again. We take and it for granted, Kelly, that when we need to buy some, I don't know, toilet paper, we just go to the store and buy toilet paper. And as everyone is seeing right now in the world, there's not so... You know, and also here the shelves are not always full, but they, they do quite a good job. And, and people, yes, um, yes, we take lots of things for granted. And this is, this, is, this is really amped up a bunch of things that, for, that are now so natural. You know, I do my gratitude practice. Um, and now that it's just that it's not a practice, it's life. Because we wake up in the morning and we look at each other and we go, how lucky are we? How lucky are we? First of all, we're well. You know, because this virus, you know, it attacks your lungs. So every morning when I stand outside and I breathe, I think, thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you that I can be this simple act of breathing. How amazing is that? <laughs> Dogs, what are you doing? <laughs> I can hear um, that in itself we have a house we have a roof over our heads we're not worried about being thrown out tomorrow we are in the middle of the countryside we're not stuck in a you know 45 square meter apartment um, we're in the countryside we have everything that we need we have these marvelous creatures living with us who cheer us up and give us so much love. We just look at each other every morning and we say this and it's not an effort. It's not a practice. It's reality. It's reality. It's our daily reality, you know, and the, the thing that's really turned things around here. And I can see that that mentality hasn't yet quite arrived everywhere else, but it will. It's about protecting other people. Yeah. That is what the government here has really focused on. It's, it, it's not saying don't go out because you are going to... They're saying don't go out because if you, you have it and you don't know, yeah. you're going to infect and you're going to take it to people who are vulnerable. And that, it's that emphasis on social responsibility. It's that emphasis on um, thinking about others and doing the right thing. So this kind of thing, you know, this sense of that we're all in it together, the sense of solidarity and this outpouring of love and respect for the medical profession. Yeah. The fact that, you know, that first Saturday, everyone went out on their windows and balconies at midday and just clapped, clapped for the medics. Um, I'm really inspired by this because in Iran, they've started to do this too and they've learned this from Italy. They go out at 10 o'clock in the evening and they, or they stand at their windows and they clap for all their health workers. Um, and then the singing, you know, I'm sure you've seen all yeah. of the singing. That started, it started with, you know, stuff. And that again has been a really beautiful gift and I, it really touched my heart that, you know, the Italian response was, was to sing was to make music, was to, uh, was to do harmonies, you know. You, you hear that sometimes, that you know, people are singing down the street and they're harmonizing with each other. 
You know, I put up a video of a, a guy playing his saxophone in Sicily. I saw you know, that, trumpet. yeah. It was his trumpet playing Imagine. And, it, you know, I think we all wept. And I just, these little things, you know, of, or an apartment building in Rome, I think, where, again, I don't know if you saw this, where someone was projecting Fred Astaire and Ginger Rogers singing Aww. and dancing on a building, apartment building opposite. And in one of the windows next to this black and white flickering image of, of, um, of them dancing, this couple got up and started to dance. It's just, I mean, these beautiful, beautiful, beautiful human moments that are really um, helping. They give everyone courage. We love that Iranians have learned from the Italians to come out on their windows and sing every night. And now the Spaniards are doing it and the French, you know, um, there are so many beautiful things coming out of this. Um, Don't you think that it's, I mean, even just when you and I were connecting and we were planning to do this anyway, before this happened, because of your book, which we haven't even gotten into today. We'll do that next time. But <laughs> yeah, right. I think, you know, every, this is what I want people to start focusing on is there's so much good that's coming out of this. And what I just heard you say you know, even so the, the gentleman, and he's going to hear me say this, that produces my podcast, he's in um, um, Bosnia, I believe. And then the guy who does my YouTube videos, he's in another part of Russia, if I'm correct. Um, I'm geographically challenged. So Steve always makes fun <laughs> of me. He's like, I'll go, oh, isn't that by Turkey? And he's like, <laughs> I'm working on it. But um <laughs> You know, I'm, I, I interact with these people all the time. And then all of a sudden I realize like, what's, what's hitting me in my world is hitting him. It's hitting yeah. you and it's bringing cultures together because even though maybe historically we might say this country has an issue with this country or whatever. Now it's like, this is the world and we're all people who Kelly, are finding common ground and ways to help each other and encourage each other. It is the greatest leveler that I've come across. Mm -hmm. You look into the eyes of anybody and you're the same because we're all the same. We're all humans. We're all susceptible to this virus. We all don't want to get it. And we all don't want to make someone else sick either, right? And, yeah. you know, this virus, it's, uh, 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 this is not to downplay how horrifying it is but, you know, the things it's showing us is there are no borders. There are no countries. Mm -hmm. There is no division. We're all the same. We're, you know, I'm going to be a real hippie here and put it out there. We're like one brotherhood of man, man. <laughs> it's know? true. And it's, it's true. showing us this because we're all, no one is safe from this. And we're all suffering because actually, whether it's hit our country yet in like that, kind of way or not um there is a kind of I really think this I feel it even more now because I keep thinking how is it that every day I can feel the shifts in mood but I'm not having a social life and this is where I really think you know there there is the matrix we are picking up the global vibe and we are picking up the vibes that are that are kind of going on and um we're suffering you know the humanity is suffering this is painful we can't control it. We're not used to that. Yeah. We don't, 
know how to, um, we must not surrender in the sense that we must not, we must not give up, we must not um, stop the fight, as it were. But we do need to surrender to our new situation. Mm -hmm. You know, it took me until day five or six of lockdown, actual lockdown with everything closed, for my, to have that little shift in my head. Because before I'd been going, it's going to be a month and then, you know, and then we'll all start to go back to normal. Um, when I'm wondering what to do about, you know, stuff that I've got arranged for like July, you know, um, should I cancel? Sure. I was thinking all of this is going to, and then, and then on that day five, I suddenly went, we're not going back anywhere. This is, this is we're not going back to it. This is like 9-11. There is no, it's a before and after. Mm-hmm. This is, this is, we're, we're, we're going to come out of this into a, a new world. We really are. And that can be really scary, mm-hmm. really scary, but also it can be really exciting. So, but, you know, the terror, the fear, the heartbreak, um, when we see, like I say, army trucks rolling out of Bergamo at night because they're taking away the dead bodies because there aren't enough crematoriums and cemeteries for them the fact that here we are and the numbers are still growing Italy is up to 40 something thousand now it's had the most deaths even more than China you know Italy of course has the Europe's oldest population so it's it's that's why it's being hit quite so severely um I don't think that we should be in any kind of denial about the terror and the pain of this and I feel like there's probably a good way to sit with the fear too mm-hmm. because I don't think we want to go in denial. Right. Right. Um, but I, I, I do feel that there is a way to transmute that and to try, as you were saying, to stay positive, to stay in the higher vibrations because this is going to be, it is a massive change for humanity. We're all, look what we're all going to have to learn to do. We're going to have to learn to like talk to the people we live with, right? Mm-hmm. Here, families are rediscovering each other. Yeah. You know, people are spending time with each other. Now, that's not always good, right? There's been something like 80%, 80% increase in domestic violence, for example. Really? Yeah. There's lots of people whose homes aren't safe, right? Yeah. Um, so we've got to, I think that's what we've got to remember. We've got to remember in the middle of it all how lucky we are, how lucky we are. And because we're so lucky, how can we help the people that are less lucky? Um, and I think technology can really help us. Mm-hmm. Um, this, has been, this has been wonderful. I mean, look, here we are. And look how funny this is, right, Kelly? We've been trying to do this for so long. And look, finally, we've got time. Yeah. This is the thing that's going to kind of, apart from obviously the horror, the virus, I, 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 I please don't, I'm not downplaying that, but um, in a way, the thing that's going to rock most of our worlds even more is the fact that we suddenly have this commodity that is so precious mm-hmm. in the 21st century that we never have. Exactly. Doing the first, which is time. Post, I put that in my post last night, which is, yeah. this is so Everything is the the virus, the sickness, the uncertainty, 
is so awful. But the beautiful thing that we have in this world right now is this internet thing that all, you know, 10, 20 years ago, we all took for granted and we took for granted five months ago. And so many things that we've taken for granted, the awareness that we have now of every, we look at that. There's so many to me, beautiful things that are coming out of this. The fact that we can do this with zoom, God bless zoom, God bless the internet. The fact that we can stay connected and and over here, I can go on Instagram and see what people are doing in Italy and see the good that's happening, that we can have this show. We're going to have, we started off saying we're going to have an interview. We're going to have a show. Who knows what's going to come out of this? <laughs> you know what you said earlier about your balm. I mean, for everybody yeah. listening and watching, you guys didn't know, you know, and we'll talk about that in one of the future episodes, but she's um, come up with this beautiful balm. And so, so many businesses, so many entrepreneurs or small business owners think, and I said this in my post yesterday, I said, think about how many times over the past year you've said, I wish I could do this, organize my files. I don't have time. I wish I could organize my office. I don't have time. Oh, I I need to learn a second language, but I don't have time. We have that time to do that stuff that we've been saying we didn't because of all the socializing we've been doing or the travel. Yeah. Yeah. And think about and how you know much what you're else? going to appreciate travel in the future, you know? Oh, my God. Uh, you know, last time that I'm going to bitch about getting on a cheap plane. Um, and I just, yeah, well, just think how amazing it's going to be when you can hug your friends again, when you can actually yeah. go out for dinner. I mean, the simple pleasures that we are going to appreciate so, so, so much, right? Yeah. Um, we are going to have time. We can do lots of things. I have seen the most extraordinary flowering of creativity over here Mm -hmm. and I predict this for the whole world and people being very ingenious about how to continue you know like I said to you before I think we um I started off today with you know a yoga class with friends from Milan on zoom we then uh, went into um a kind of meditation circle that I've set up that I'm setting up uh, where we all in our different time zones get together every day and just meditate, send energy for ourselves, for everybody, for the planet, just as a way to keep our spirits up and keep the yeah. connection. Um, there is going to be at uh, oh, five o'clock, just in about 15 minutes, um, the, the Florentine, which is the English language daily in Florence, that is brilliant. They have set up, I don't know how they've done this, but they've set up, an incredible kind of resource on their um, through through their website where every day at five o'clock they have interviews and seminars and stuff with someone in English. You know, two days ago they had wine tasting. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're keeping a daily arts and cultural program going as well when everyone is, you know, again, uh, thanks to the internet, everyone is able to hook up and actually the audience members are, you know, so the people are able to interact. Yeah. Um, as well. So there's many things. The all the museums are, are doing virtual tours. The Uffizi has done a beautiful initiative whereby they've called it hashtag Uffizi Decameron. Now Decameron was um, written during the um, during the Black Death, during the plague, and it tells the story of ten friends who leave Florence in the Middle Ages to go and hide in the hills in a lock-in. To escape plague and uh, to pass the time, everyone has to tell 10 stories each. 
So based on this, the Uffizi has launched an initiative whereby every day they do a little video of one of their curators telling you the story of one of their paintings, one of their collection. Um, all sorts of film institutes have put lots of um, free content online. You know, everyone is responding. There is all sorts of groups, there's support, there's psychiatrists giving free um, sessions for anxiety. There is a lot of, there is a lot of people trying to help each other out. Um, and that's all really positive. We all have our books to write. We all have things to create. All of that is really important. But I just want to say a but. It's really important to also use this time to rest and to have self-care. Because, again, our mentality is the achieving one. And as I say, day 11 in lockdown, you're beginning, beginning to find slightly that thing where you realize you don't have to do it today. <laughs> yeah. You, um, I mean, obviously, I'm a writer, so I can't give myself too much of that because that's just an excuse to procrastinate. But ordinary people. <laughs> yeah. Definitely, because you know what, Kelly? I realize that this isn't a holiday. It's not a retreat. There's something very real and very alarming happening to our planet and to our fellow humans, and that affects us. And I, I think, you know, if you need to sleep 13 hours a day, if you need to have five naps during the day, do it. It's exhausting. It's exhausting. There is so much to process emotionally, spiritually, you know, also physically, people who are stuck at home. Um, here in Italy, you know, despite everything, they're still saying that in Milan, something like 40% of people are going around. Milan is an epicenter. It's literally exploding in Milan. The hospitals are close to breaking point. So it may be that there is going to be a new decree that restricts our movements even further so that people actually are not able to come outside of their homes. That's going to be very, very, very dramatic. Mm -hmm. Now, all of that kind of stuff, it takes a toll on us. And I think yeah. this is also an opportunity for us to get really in tune with ourselves mm -hmm. and to say, you know, the human, the human organism is suffering. And that will have an effect on all of us individually too. So we should be nice to ourselves. We should rest. We should just rest. Rest, rest, rest. You know, rest and read. You know, sometimes close the screen, as you say. We too would wake up, by the way, in the morning and, and get into the news and never switch off again, right? Um, my husband quite likes being in that space, so <laughs> he's in that space. But I've also done like you. I've gone, okay, twice a day I'm going to check what's going on. Because otherwise, because actually I was finding that whole days were flying by mm -hmm. and in between, in between, you know, Facebook updates and trying to understand if this is real and reading that article and, 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 you know, flicking on that to see if the numbers have gone up and what does that mean and how many people in your area and is this person safe? And then everybody, you know, messaging everyone, which actually the, the sociable thing has been really great. The time was just passing. So I, that's when I kind of also went, yeah, I need to, I need to have a pause. I need to limit also, yeah, how many news outlets I look at. I've really streamlined it to a few that I really trust and to try and just go there. And then to try and, again, stay positive. You know, there's been lots of um, virtual dinner parties, virtual aperitivos. We are all in touch. You know, you, you suddenly get in touch with everyone you haven't heard from in ages. So there is also, right at the beginning, there yeah. was also this kind of burst of joy because everybody was kind of talking to everyone. Um, so I think 
yeah, that's it. This is all about lockdown, really, isn't it? And I think that's okay, right? Because I think this is this is what we're all living or going to be living really soon. So, um, so those are my thoughts. You know, here those we are. are really, and I love that you brought up self care because even you know there have been several different times where whether it's Steve or me, and we've just had a day where we get to the end of the day and. I don't think we're thinking of the, like you said, the emotional toll that deal, all of us processing this. We need to be even more um, just from a self-care, but also taking time to rest because of the emotional toll, because of that, how that affects your health. That's how you stay strong physically, yeah. emotionally. Yeah. And, it, and it really is important. So there've been several yeah. times where, you know, la last night we went to bed at eight thirty or nine o'clock and oh my God, me too. <laughs> yeah. We let ourselves sleep in and, and these are yeah. the times that you can, I mean, you need to yeah. be strong, use technology to connect with other people, you know, mend that rift with somebody that, you know, you haven't yeah. said you're sorry to, it's never a better yeah. time. These are the beautiful things that are sprouting yeah. out of this. And yeah. I think, Back to, you know, one of the things that I've had to learn is it's very easy to get angry at, you know, for example, yesterday, you know, there's all this news about all these, you know, 20 year olds who are on spring break and they didn't close the beaches in Florida and there's these huge crowds and they're all like, I don't care if I get it. And I have to like remind myself, they don't know yet how dangerous yeah. they're being to other people. So when they do yeah. know yeah. They're going to have a tremendous amount of guilt to deal with. Yeah. Nobody wants that for anybody, but changing yeah. the ability to see things from other people's perspective yeah. and to give people grace and compassion. And the best yeah. thing we can do is to educate and, and then embrace what we have to do. If we have to be quarantined, let's do it and let's make the most, the most of it. Let's rest. Let's, if we're in loving, beautiful relationships like you and me, we're wonderful if we're in, then those people that aren't, let's look out for them. I mean, there, there is beauty that's budding out of all of this. And we've, we've hit our hour for today. So here's what I want to do in closing. And then we'll, re we'll we're going to schedule. I think we just keep, we're going to do that. We're going to do the comedy. We'll keep it up. That's all there is to it. <laughs> but considering you guys are in Italy, you're a couple weeks ahead of us. And I think what you're seeing, what's happening over here, um, yeah. is a lot of the the panic, the people going to the grocery stores, buying everything up, thinking that it's the end of the world. Yeah. Um, they have there's 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 only so much like what's in the grocery store. They think is that's it, and they have to buy it and they have to hoard it, and they're not thinking yeah. of other people. Yeah. So what yeah. what advice do you give to people here who are going to watch this, you know, on yeah. Monday? Yeah. Because you've been there and you're past it. Yes, I would say don't panic. There is enough to go around. You're going to have to practice patience, but it's okay. You know, probably we all need to learn that. Um, look, we are, as I say, uh, into the second week um, up in the north there into like week four or something. Uh, supermarkets have not run out. Agriculture goes ahead. I'm living in an agricultural place. You know, people are working. Things are going forward. Um, food is being produced. So there is no need to panic on that level. I would say a really good tip is make sure that your pantry is stocked up and then sit down and plan your meals for five to seven days so that you go and you do intelligent shopping, okay? Mm. Um, and you get what you need. You don't just blindly grab everything that you think you might need one day. 
Yeah. Oh, that's a great make idea. Sure, yeah, make sure you've got your basics, right? But then, you know, you've got your flour, your sugar, your pasta, your, you know, your store cupboard kind of your um, pantry basics. And then um, I think planning meals, planning your meals is a really good idea because then you know what you're aiming for. We tend to have enough fresh food for about four or five days, if we can. Um, and then and then we kind of replenish because, you know, we don't want to have to go out too much, even though, you know, you can go to the supermarket every day if you want to. But, you know, the idea is to not. You know, there were some experts from Wuhan over here um, and they were at the press conference of Lombardy yesterday and they were saying still too many people going around, still too many things open. You know, you don't. So we tend to think that's another one. So we tend to think that um, because Wuhan kind of got over it in, you know, it seems like yesterday they were coming out of their houses for the first time after six weeks. Right. Mm -hmm. So we think, okay, that's the trajectory. But Kelly, we have to remember they're in a communist authoritarian regime that is able to control its population and the population is obedient and able to be controlled. We are not like that. So it's not to say that our trajectory is going to be the same as theirs. So. So we really need to be mindful of this. So, yeah, minimize going out as much as possible by careful planning of actually, you know, meals. And how often do we do that? I mean, isn't isn't this, again, giving it an opportunity to get to the back of the pantry, you know? Yes. And to get out some of those things and to be creative with meals. Um, Yeah, again, that's an, an opportunity for that. I would say remember things like shampoo, uh skincare you know anything that you're going to need ladies get all of your lady hygiene products in as well um think about that kind of thing you know don't don't be focused just on the food and the loophole or whatever but think about what is it that you need in your life over the next month or two you know food will be able to go out and get um yeah when steve went to the grocery store recently Cause I, I had said, I'm like, well, I'm just, we were cooking and I had about, I don't know, 10 days ago, a week or so ago. And, and I'm, I'm always a crazy stocker upper. I got that from my mom. Steve, Steve and I are the total opposite. If he, if I say go to the grocery store and get some green beans and I, that's the one vegetable I like canned, he'll bring home one can of green beans. If I go to the grocery store, I'll get 12. Now, this is pre-coronavirus. This is the way I've always been. I buy 17 of everything. He buys one of everything. So I'd already stocked up and I bought stuff, but what we were short on was um, protein and, you know, chicken and fish. And I said to him the other day, like two or three days ago, I said, I'm just worried about, we have all of this, you know, I bought lentils. I want to learn how to make lentils. I have rice, but will we be able to buy it? And he said that he had gone to the grocery store. He'd either gone to the grocery store or somebody that he knew had a son or daughter who worked at the grocery store. And basically what they said, and they wanted the American people to know, like, give us a break. We can restock. Like, it's not the end of the world. There will be food. There might be times that we, but like, you don't have to buy every pack of bread in the store. Um, Buy some. And and yes, I think it's teaching us to be creative. What a better time. Yeah. I'm taking out my Persian cookbook, which has like this <laughs> many pages and, and beautiful stories. And I'm learning to cook different things with vegetables. Amazing. And, 
and fish. Amazing. And, yeah. I mean, there, I saw last night, I posted on my Facebook page, there's this woman in Italy who's doing this grandmother who's going to be doing a pasta cooking <laughs> Cooking class. with Nonna. Yeah. Yes. So. Amazing. Is- yeah. I think it's amazing too. I think we've got to focus on the good. Yeah. And honor and acknowledge our fear and the horror and send love and compassion for the suffering and stay aware, Kelly, right? Stay aware. Stay aware of our own reactions, how we're feeling, our own ups and downs, you know? Because, you know, we all want to strengthen our immune system right now, yeah? So we are doing various things that we do normally anyway. You know, we have our kind of green juice in the morning. I know you love your greens in the morning. We've got our turmeric root. You know, I'm now trying to work out how to maximize this turmeric root, which is going to run out. So how to use it better, you know, infuse things with it or whatever. Um, You know, exercise, of course, yoga, breathing, meditation, all of that. But also remember, laughing is really good for the immune system. and you know fear and stress and worry isn't yeah so that constant can and just remember you know the cathode ray tube and and the backlits and the white screen just remember screen time um or does affect your hormones and your body and your system so so i think it's also good to make quite a conscious sort of effort to work with your own nervous system to keep it calm amen what a great, yeah, so that's it. I, I we'll, we'll have all those episodes on our show, right? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, and, and that's, I think that's a perfect thing to end on with the first one, because that's what we need to start focusing on is like you said, if, when you look at this virus for what it is, and they were actually just talking about this on, on the news, that this, this is, it's If you get it, it's going to affect your respiratory system, your lungs. So the better that you can be, you know, having people who, who are smoking or vaping, all of that kind of stuff, like it's the greatest time for you to stop. And <laughs> those of us that haven't been doing that, that have healthy lungs, focus on, you know, not dosing in so much of the bad so that yeah. that's festering, but let's focus on positivity, laughter, joy, happiness, getting sleep, getting rest, telling people we love each other, being grateful for what we have. Because if we focus on that, that state of being is just as good as all the greens that we take in the morning and whatnot. Drink more champagne right now. It's good for you. Absolutely. You know what? Whatever. Just um, it's the love. Go for the love. Go for the love. Open your heart. Love your fellow human. I suddenly do. I can't help it, you know, in lockdown, you see another human and you think, I love you because we're the same. Yeah, we're all the same. We're the same. We're all the same. Girl, I'm giving you a hug from far away. (laughs) I will um, link up to your Instagram account and we're going to get this live early next week and I will follow up with you. We're going to schedule our next one and we will talk about the book because your book is it changed my life. It was actually, I just on a, on a last note, it was actually my man that bought your book first to read when we were going on vacation. And then I started him and I read it and he's been the one who he follows you and we both watch and we're, he's like, you've got to, he goes, now is the best time for the two of you. He said, I think you guys are going to have a great show. And he's so he's going to die when he sees this. Cause now we're going to have the common and Kelly world tour. After the coronavirus, after the coronavirus oh, well, lets us all out. 
Well, tell Steve, he is obviously a man of very great taste, so this is clearly obvious. Yeah. <laughs> we, I, Thank we are you. so, um, I can't wait for him to see this. He loves you to death and love both ways. Hugs, and I will see you soon. Namaste. To all of you, to everyone. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. This marks the end of this two-part episode with the first of many, by the way. I'm sure you picked up on that with uh, Kamen Mohammadi. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you get a chance to go over and watch the video version of this, again, either on the show notes at thekellyoshow.com or on my YouTube channel. We definitely will have her back. If you have questions you would like to have us cover in future episodes, shoot me a note. Just use the contact me form on on kellyalexa.com. You can also use that contact me form if you're interested in nominating somebody that I interview for the show, or if you would like to inquire about advertising or sponsorship packages for the show in 2020. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this. We will link up to everything in the show notes as mentioned, as usual, at thekellyoshow.com, and we will see you next time.